Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. How's it going, guys? It goes well. We're I was so... Doing, <laughs> I was doing better <laughs> until... Until the, you talk the complete us. audacity of you, these two people telling me about how they like the Star Wars prequels. We don't. This is not Suplex Sticks, a movie podcast. Although we could do that one day. Look, if you we asked me this is not Suplex the Sabres. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up and leave this room. <laughs> but I'm gonna le- I'm going to leave my computer recording so you can hear me get up and, leave. <laughs> and slam the door on your way out. I <laughs> jeez, I wanted to bring up the small where Manscaped were so close to getting a sponsorship from Manscaped. <laughs> We badgered them on Twitter all last night. It was beautiful. Yeah, any anyone who's listening, go at Manscaped and tell them to sponsor us, yeah. or to at least send us their clippers so we can shave Mike from uh, uh, the Ansem Ansem report. report. <laughs> yeah, and listen to Ansem Report if you want to hear a if you want to hear our show, but remove every video game except Kingdom Hearts. Listen to that podcast. So, um, like the good guys over there, thanks to them for shouting us out. Um, but yeah, Manscaped, that was fun last night. I had a lot of fun doing that. So I do want to say that we're going to have a cool giveaway coming up soon. I ordered some pins of our logo. Very nice. So it's, they're pretty cool. Blue pens or... Black or red? No, no, no. They are like acrylic pins that you could say use as a cufflink if you wanted, or and like they also use on a write work apron, or put one on a lapel. Hmm. No, no, no. And you you can, and you can also write with them. No, no, no. They're not pen, pin, pin, p i n, Seth. Uh, no, like no a, ink. Like a pen fifteen? No, 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 no. <laughs> not like that either. I can't uh, believe I laughed at that. <laughs> Um, now I'm going to get up and walk out. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about some video games, which will be a little hard because I, I did not play too much this week, but I did play a lot of Fall Guys. And so I haven't talked about that on the, in the past couple of weeks. And I wanted mm, to give true. the listeners my full opinion of this game because I have played maybe like five to ten hours of it now. I've won three times. I've won thrice. Um, and By the way you talked about your skills in the Discord, I would have expected more. So I'm going to get there. The game is very fun, and the game is very good. Some of the frustrations I have is maybe with connectivity to the server's and interactions with other players. So the physics get real bouncy at times, which is part of the aesthetic of the game. You are this sort of jelly bean-esque thing that boops and bops around, and that's fun and fine. But the problem is there's definite times where um, I'm holding like up on my joystick and running, 
and my character will just like in brief intermittent bursts slow down while I'm running and it's like why is my running speed not consistent that's very weird uh, and I can't figure it out and my joystick isn't broken I put on another PS4 game and like held it up and my character ran forward normal speed so it has to be something with the latency or something with the connect connection to the game is it possible that that could be a balancing mechanic i don't know online? i don't think it's a balancing thing i because there's times where people are just running outrageously faster than me and i i don't i don't know if they have like a better internet or something it uh and it could be nothing it could just be perceived yeah but i I know, like, even Marianne noticed it. Like, there was times where you'd see my character kind of, like, judder for a little bit. And then I would run normal and judder a little bit. Mm. So, um, there's a couple of games that are bad, I would say. But, overall, the game is, like, fun. It it just gets hairy when you start to take it serious. Because I don't think this game is meant to be taken seriously. Which is why it's so... um, kind of shameful to me that there's people cheating like pc apparently is rife with cheaters and like this is just a wipeout esque battle royale yeah like chill out man chill out have some chill fun out and have fun don't be dumb and like people were like oh if you increase your speed by 25 percent, they don't catch it as much and it's like oh my gosh i was seeing people on twitter post about it um so I don't think that's happening on PS4, at least I hope not. But it is happening on PC. But they're starting to ban people. They're they kind of amped up their detection on cheaters for PC. Nice. So there's this game. Some of the I don't like the team games. Let me note that. <laughs> if all the games could just be the ones that rely wholly on my own skill, fantastic. Yeah. Because there's no way that you can be the shining star of a team um, because the game doesn't let you be that. <laughs> it really requires some teamwork, and sometimes you just get on a team of people that are unwilling to do stuff. And then you get people that kind of troll during the team games where they just like start grabbing you, and you're like, you're my own teammate. Why are you grabbing me and stopping me from being able to move? But they just don't care. They're just agents of chaos. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever, they're having fun, I guess. There's a lot of runs that I'll have that get stopped by people that instead of are playing... I, I mean, they're playing the game. I can't say they're not playing it. But they're, like, grabbing you and stopping you from jumping. And it's like, okay, so your version of playing the game is to be a jerk, which is fine. That's your strategy. So it's just... You have to avoid people yeah, and not let them hit you and stuff. So, because there's people that they're, the joy they get from the game is hitting you and knocking you over so that you fall. And I mean, whatever that's, <laughs> it's built into the game for a reason. They want it to be this, you know, boop machine sort of type thing. So, um, overall I like it. I think it's fun and you know, worth spending some time on. It is getting more difficult because a lot of people are getting good at it now. So that's kind of interesting to see 
um, you start to see people finding cracks in the game, yeah. like finding ways to get up in areas they weren't supposed to and take advantage of certain levels that way and stuff like that. But it it's a fun game. I, I'm going to buy it on PC because some of my friends on PC want to play it, and there's no cross-play, at least yet. So That's not surprising. Yeah, they... <laughs> Um, Seth, have you seen what they're doing on Twitter? I saw that they were, like, raising money somehow. Yeah, so they are, they're doing a donation. I cannot remember the charity. I feel bad. But they are doing a, because all these brands are trying to, you know, notorious brand Twitter. (laughs) Like, they're all trying to ape on the the Fall Guy's success. So they've all been like, oh, Wendy's has been like, look at our Fall Guy. And there's like a Taco Bell one, I'm sure, and whatever. And so basically Fall Guys came out and was like, all right, well, we'll put your brand in Fall Guys if you donate to this charity. And the, oh. highest, the highest bidder at the end of, I think it was two weeks, uh, gets in. And the, the total is up to like 400K. And it's like Mr. Beast, that YouTube channel. Um, yeah. And so, but like a bunch of them have been in there, like the these this brand, uh, Mr. Tushy or something. They they make bidets. Oh, <laughs> and so nice. There, theirs is up there, and it's a fall guy with a peach head and a take care of your butt <laughs> shirt on. Um, that's pretty funny. Yeah. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see who ends up on top there so it's great because it's for charity and they're using their power for good very nice and i like it so their uh their social media guy or girl has been really on it like the that one guy seth was telling me what's what's his tag seth tim uh tim the tat man yeah yeah he, I guess, got ragged on by the social media guy for not being able to win, and they've been making memes. Oh. Ab- they've been making memes about him for like <laughs> since the game has been coming out, and he finally won today, and so it was like a big glorious victory for the internet because even like Twitch was posting clips of like, "Will he ever win?" <laughs> and it's like, "Oh my gosh." This poor guy, probably just getting ragged on by yeah. multiple companies here. Yeah. So it's a it's a fun game, fun experience. Um, we'll we'll talk about it later. I started a short hike today. I played it for like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and it's fun so far. It's very pleasant. Yeah, and I'm interested to to play that game. And yeah, uh, I'm going to play Battletoads this week, I guess, so I can report to you guys on if that's good or not. <laughs> Who knows. But, Seth, what have you played? Not too much. Uh, on, this morning, I was actually, like, in my, like, mentally going over what I was going to talk about. Um, I was thinking, man, did I actually play any video games in the past week? Um, because I honestly can't remember. Um, outside of... Uh, like yesterday or the day before I got 
Risk of Rain 2 on Xbox, and I have played a little bit of it. Um, uh, if you've listened at all, you know that I do have a penchant for roguelike uh, games, and Risk of Rain is another uh, one in uh, that it, it is sort of a roguelite game. Um, it is uh, you play one of a dozen or so characters. You kind of it kind of drops you onto these uh, different um, alien areas, and you basically have to get get to the um, find wherever this uh, teleporter is, and it's sort of like randomly placed in this world, um, and and activate it to get to the next level. Um, uh, the, the sort of gimmick of the game is the longer that you are in a level, uh, there's like a timer. It's not really a timer. It's more of like, uh, I mean, it is a timer. Um, but it, it's sort of a, uh, like a bar that, um, is constantly like going down as, as you are in the level. And once, once it is like, uh, empty or full or however you want to look at it, it the difficulty of of the the kind of stage increases to the next level, um, and so you sort of are juggling this um, like decision. You're trying to figure out how long you want to be in these stages to continue to uh, kill the the enemies and get more experience to increase your health and, and your damage, and also to find items uh that will um also help you survive and you're and you're trying to balance that with okay if i stay here too long the enemies are going to get overwhelming and i might not be able to beat the boss and and move on to the next level because when you move to the next level like it automatically kind of jumps up like the bar increases a predetermined amount and usually that leads to going to the next, uh, difficulty level. Um, so it's a pretty fun game. Uh, I'm not super great at it. Um, but that is to be expected. I wasn't all that great, uh, at the first one, um, the times that I played it. Uh, but, uh, the games are, the games are enjoyable. How, how many players is it co-op? Uh, I mean, I would imagine it's up to four. Okay. I, I just, you, you threw in the, the discord plug for the discord that it's, uh, it's nine bucks on yeah, Xbox so that was, right now. That was the only reason I got it. Like I was, I was interested in it when I first heard about it, um, because I played the original and liked it. Um, and yeah, so I was, it's, it's on sale right now on Xbox live and I was like, Hey, this is pretty cheap. Uh, it's like down from thirty, so I was like, oh. "Shoot, I'll, 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 I'll throw a, a tenner at this." Yeah. So can I? Is this a roguelike where you carry some progress over, or do you basically start fresh every time? Yeah. So it's um, you are starting from scratch every time. Uh, okay. I, as um. I know that there are there are things these artifacts that you can unlock um, 
by doing these like special dungeony areas that I think are like special modifiers that you can put on to your um, your runs. Um, okay. But like I haven't unlocked any of those yet. Um, yeah. And outside of that, the only real progression that you are uh, making is like moving forward to 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 the steps that can unlock certain characters. Um, but no, there's nothing like, um, I guess in like, there aren't like any pro progression bars that as you are going, you are unlocking new items that can show up in runs as, at least gotcha. as far as I can tell. Um, if that stuff exists, it's not like transparent. Um, because I did the other, the other night when I was playing, I, started a run with a new character I had unlocked and one of the one of the first like items I got was one that I had not seen before so like there's no real way of me of of telling whether those things were like tied to each other or if it's all got, just complete gotcha. random chance um yeah so it's there's not really a whole lot that you're uh, actually there's not really anything that you're carrying over um, and, and it's also like, there's also like, you're not really like gaining, like you're sort of gaining knowledge, I guess. Um, but the, the way the levels, like they become increasingly more sprawling, um, the farther you get and it can be. And because the, the placement of the teleporter to go to the next level is random, um, or at least I, I think it's random, I think it might be like there are predetermined positions where the teleporter can show up um, and it chooses from. But I'm also not sure about that. Um, but so it can be, even, even like levels that you become familiar with, it can be really hard to just find the teleporter to get to the next stage. Um, so yeah, it really is, um, outside of, I guess, gaining a better knowledge of the character that you're playing, um, but even then, there's not really, yeah, it, it's, it is basically, new runs are kind of starting from scratch, so that's certainly one thing I, I may hold against it the more that I play, um, is that it doesn't really have that continual progression system or even like internal progression uh based on like knowledge of, of what's going on just because of the way it kind of resets everything but the game yeah. the the gameplay has been fun good i mean i i'll probably pick it up for 10 bucks if you will give a couple runs to to play it with me but yeah for sure so all right. Um, I will say, um, I was there was one thing I was looking forward to playing this weekend, and I was disappointed to find that I actually could not, uh, because Microsoft Flight Simulator came out, um, and it's on Game Pass, uh, but I learned that it's actually on Game Pass for PC, and it's not currently on yeah. consoles, and so I was like, man, <laughs> I was really... I was really looking forward to sinking some hours into this, and nope, it's uh, I, not not yet. yet. Yep. I uh, I have some. Uh, I'll get Cameron to 
I'll tomorrow in the Discord I'll get him to tell some of his stories. But oh. he, yeah, he has some good stories of because he is headlong and has like a flight stick and stuff. And it took him like thirty minutes to start the plane the other day. And yeah, it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you can basically learn to fly a plane in this thing. I mean, I, I mean that's the point kind, of it. Yeah, but, that's kind of what it was built for. So it's it's interesting. Um, did you see the great tweet? So Seth is a big Jags fan, and yes, did you see hilarious. the? Did you see the tweet of the the Jags stadium with like grass yeah, filled so all the way? Up? It's it's actually that that's not what it was. Um, so oh the, really? The the preface of this is that like the game it 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 uses like algorithms uh but it has some algorithm i think it it's like based on machine learning or and or some other type of ai that it has taken like being map uh information and transformed it into a like a fully realized 3d planet basically um and in a lot of places the the world is like eerily accurate to real life um but there are some structures which the uh, whatever this AI is, it does not really know how to parse. Uh, and so there's been like some funny stuff um, popping up on Twitter of like famous structures, like Buckingham Palace. I think got turned into a bunch of uh, apartments. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there's some other weird stuff, but yeah. So what David is talking about is the, uh, I saw there's a, a picture on Twitter of someone who went, who flew into Jacksonville to, uh, TIA bank stadium, which is where the Jaguars play. And it has turned like the whole thing into like an office building, basically. Um, <laughs> That's it's really good. It's like got the, the general struct like outline of the stadium but it's all like the very same, like it's all the same height, and there's and it's just lined with windows. <laughs> um, yeah. But it still also has the scoreboard on it for some reason. So so Cameron Cameron did okay. say that. So this doesn't happen all the time. So like Cameron said, he flew past it the other night, or last night when he was playing, and it was completely normal. So mm-hmm. it's so it's weird. depending on how the game streams the locations while you're... Because, so the the one thing that they don't say about this game, or that, I mean, they have said it, but you can see it in menus, apparently. The game is streaming constantly. So you can choose, like, okay, I'm going to fly from Ocala to Jacksonville. And you can download that so you can play it offline. But if you're playing online, it's streaming the data from being maps. Hmm. So yeah, because that's it's a lot what's of causing... Right. And so it that's would be what's causing some insane. of the weird stuff. That's funny. Yeah. It would be like straight up insanity to have this all like on your computer at one at one I, time. Yeah. I think someone said it was upwards of like two hundred terabytes of data. Yeah. Like if not more. So yeah. Oh really <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Um Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cameron said that he flew around Ocala and like saw the drive-in and everything and so like when you see houses and stuff it's not people's houses it's yeah. it's ai fill-ins for houses but there's 
the local land. Like, yeah. so you'll be able to fly over the mall and CF and stuff like that. So, but like, you can go to where your house is, and there will be a house there. Yeah, like yeah. the neighborhood will be there. It just won't yes. be like your house design. Right. I mean, it'll it may be it'll be close. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. It won't be like the same plot of land and a similar like roof structure and stuff, but it won't be your house. Yeah. So. Right. Fun. It won't be like going in Google Earth and going on Street View. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. That's still so, really cool, though. I like that. Very neat. Yeah, I'm very excited for when it does come to Xbox. Is this is this one that is like going to be a, a Series X thing? Um, you know, they haven't been very clear on that, Seth. Uh, so that's not shocking. Yeah, <laughs> it. Um, they they haven't been clear about it because I know for sure. Um, I can't, I was listening to IGN's Xbox podcast the other day and they mentioned that, um, Gears of War is a for sure day one launch title for Xbox Series X, the, the PC one. And so they were debating on whether or not Microsoft Flight Sim was, and they couldn't decide. So I don't think it's been officially announced yet. So there. Um, it'll be fun though. I, apparently my PC can run it. Uh, I'm just not sure if I want to download that 150 gigabyte game onto my PC. Cause I, I don't know how much joy I would get out of it. I don't have a flight stick and stuff. And that's, that's how I would honestly want to play it. But that's fair. Forrest. David. What have you played? I beat Final Fantasy nine. And I like it a lot. Um, I even with the like the benefits. Hold on of, a second. Seth. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Keep going, Forrest. Even with the benefits of like the new ports having like those like combat um, and ability uh, buffs, like for you, so, like you get like all the stuff instantly. Uh, the end game actually became like a little tough. Um, a lot of enemies start attacking with like certain certain like elemental types or like they're able to absorb certain kinds of damage. So like going into fights, like I wasn't able to just just do whatever I wanted anymore. I actually had to start having strategy. So that was actually like a Oh really, you had to start playing the yeah, game. Yeah, I actually had to start playing the game <laughs> instead of just being along for the ride. Um but like it was still like a really enjoyable time and I really like the story and the characters in this game. Um, there's a lot of parallels, uh, between like where some characters start out and then where some end up by the end. Um, and I, uh, I, <laughs> I got, cr- I hit the credits about like 30 to 40 minutes before coming over here tonight. And I was like silently crying on my couch because I really did like the ending. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like it was just, like, it just, it's not like it's not like unexpectedly written or anything like the like this is a very straightforward story as a whole but i think it's done really well especially when you think about it being a game from 2000 2001 you know like it was at the late end of the original playstation early playstation 2 like game cycle and i think it really like 
I would say that this sent the PS1 out with a bang uh, at in regards to like the RPG se- like section of that game library. Um, I I think Vivi is still like my favorite character in the game. He's so good, and he he grows up a lot even more um, over the course of uh, disc three and four. Uh, late in the game, you find out that Zidane is part of like this this like race of beings called genomes and the genomes with the exception of like three people don't have like what one could consider like a soul or any form of like individuality so they're they're a lot like the black mages from that vivi is from and that he struggled with coming to terms with that lineage for himself over the course of the game and Vivi really takes the lead in with like these genomes, like their home gets destroyed and Vivi is like, they can come to the black mage village and maybe like, since the black mages are starting to understand themselves and what life is, maybe they can help the genomes figure out something similar for themselves. And it's like, it's just like really good character development for him. Cause at the beginning of the game, he's stuttering every single word that he says and doesn't make any decisions for himself but then by the end he's doing like these things for an entire race of people you know yeah it's just really nice um growth yeah and i i love it um a lot of the other characters are have similar uh things going on too uh zidane the main playable character he he ended up being a lot better of a character than I thought he was at the beginning. Cause like he, he is kind of just like a, like just a standard protagonist, uh, especially if like you're familiar with like shonen anime and manga, he's very much in that archetype. But as the game goes on, like he starts discovering more about himself and like he still has that very optimistic attitude to him throughout the most of the rest of the game, but he very much does like grow up and he's not as just like, like at the beginning of the game, he was a very jokey kind of character. He didn't really take things seriously, but by the end, like he's consoling his brother in his dying like moments in just, like, a bunch of different things. Like, he takes, like, the literal weight of the world upon his shoulders and still manages to to lose himself for a little bit, but then manages to get himself back and remember why he's doing all the things that he is, like, what he's fighting for, who he's trying to save, everything. And it's, like, it's just such a good game. I like it a lot good yeah it sounds like you love it i do i you know what yeah i do love this game there you go don't be ashamed <laughs> of it Dude, i uh, love games with character development do you uh you ever see vivi's face no bummer <laughs> bummer i guess i don't know i didn't need to i got to see his growth <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'd well, much rather see his face. <laughs> um, but if so, that's what you're into, you know, sometimes you think you say something that's like really, really profound. Yeah. And then you realize. 
You realize it was actually gross. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so to everyone listening, I'd like to apologize. <laughs> All right. I... Well, with that, we are going to go to a break. And we'll be right back. And we're back. Hopefully during the break, you were going on your social media and going to at Suplex the Sticks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and liking and interacting with our posts. We post little clips of the show every week, so please let us know what you think of them. It's uh, really fun to um, put those out there, and we would love to hear from you. Also, uh, share the episode with your friends and rate us on the podcatcher you use to listen to us. Even if you like, it would be sweet if you just grabbed someone else's iPhone and rated us. That'd be sweet. Ooh, uh, we also be could be in trouble for, <laughs> but it'd be great. We would love all the reviews um, because whether or not you think reviewing something helps, it really does. And I know you hear that from a bunch of podcasts, but that's because it's true. <laughs> it really does help. So it let's really get does. into we're not the news. lying. We're not lying. We wouldn't, we wouldn't ask you to do it if it didn't benefit us. Right. We would ask you. <laughs> right. So let's go into, we'll go into delay drive. We're pulling in and what? we're going to talk about death loop, which got delayed into 2021 it did. With, no, with no release window. Yeah, unfortunate. Um, let's see. Let's let's talk about so Seth, a game that we care deeply about, also got delayed this past week. It certainly did. Uh, although, I would say that the way that they did it um, made me. I don't know. Not like it's hard to say optimistic about it um but yeah so uh sports story the uh the sequel much um the much uh what, what's the dumb word that i'm thinking of uh anticipated yes the much anticipated <laughs> sequel to our beloved uh golf story on the nintendo switch which was originally announced for Q2 of 2020, which means that it would be out sometime around now, um, has been delayed by developer Sidebar Games. Um, they did this with a, a cute little um, delay trailer. Like, they, they put out a new trailer for the game to announce that they were delaying it. Um uh, and there's something about a secret bottom level in the hotel. A giant um, octopus. Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's really cute. Uh, and it's all in, like, in-game characters talking about it. Um, and But the, the, the note from the developers was that... Uh, so first of all, it was sort of delayed. It's uh, not really indefinitely, but it does not have, like, a new date that is coming out. Right. Um, 
I'm sure they have an, an idea in mind. Um, but they said that they, the game has become rather ambitious to the point that they want to take some more time and that they're excited how it could turn out. Um, so that's, I think that's interesting to see because like the initial reveal of this seemed to be a lot more ambitious than Golf Story. <laughs> yeah, um, it was already and have, like, bigly. A, a lot more sports in it, thus the name Sports Story. And now it is, at this point, become rather ambitious, which is to say that the expansion that we had already seen wasn't really ambitious at all. And, like, I don't even know what it is they are growing this game into. Um, that, And so, look, this may be just sort of posturing that they are doing. Um, and it may be just that they needed more time to uh, work on what their original vision of the game was. But the way it is presented is that we, in, in creating this game, have grown what like what our original plan was so much that we need more time to work on that which is like super exciting for me i'm yeah. like i'm sad that this game is getting delayed because like i said it would be out it based on the original release date it would be out soon um but man yeah this is i'm i'm fine with this getting delayed if that means they're gonna give me even more of that sweet sweet sports action yeah this game is going is the sequel to one of my favorite switch games easily in my top five still of yeah, favorite man. switch games and golf story so great i was telling forrest earlier that he has to play it and he's like i don't like golf um and i Who tried cares? to explain to him that like it it's not really it about does, golf yeah it's not it's just and, about growth and that will get me if you, you like, know i love growth if you like stories about personal <laughs> character growth this if you game want to see somebody's it. growth play this game <laughs> yeah and so it's yeah, golf story. Uh, if you haven't played it, go play it. Holy crap! It's um, very good. Friend of the show, Cameron, recently rebeat it because the internet was out of his house for like a week, and so he just played golf story again. But I almost started Fantastic replaying it because game. of that. Great game. So, just, uh, <laughs> such a good game. Can't, can't rivals say Celeste. Enough. As yeah, as one oh, of the yeah. best indie games on the Switch. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm so with you. Um, the the other delay we won't we won't talk too much about it. Um, but there was some interesting news. So IGN keeps their news pretty tame usually. I will say, um, but yeah. they had they're kind not, of they're a, not out here running exposés or anything. Right. But they had sort of a scathing report come out today that was their own. And it was about uh, Halo Infinite. And apparently there's some report that they got. And essentially it was just one of the... I can't remember exactly the... This is secondhand, I'm sorry. But essentially they were saying that the issues with Halo Infinite is because of excessive outsourcing and issues with the marketing department and certain departments in 343 having issues communicating because of the Halo TV show and the game are essentially on, like, separate islands. And that's causing even more communication issues on top of the outsourcing communication issues because of COVID. So it 
it's very interesting to see that there's just this giant like rift and essentially 343 came back to IGN and said, listen, the TV show stuff isn't true. So if they're saying it's not true, we have to take them at their word for it. But that doesn't, they didn't address the outsourcing thing at all. Um, so that's pretty much still on the table. So it's interesting to know that this is what's causing some of the delay. Um, I mean, that and the quality of the game. So what do you think, Seth? Is this like, is this what you maybe expected as the cause for the delay? Or did this kind of surprise you? Well, never what I, well, first of all, I, it was never in my mind that this TV show was actually still a thing. Um, <laughs> and so, it's... no, it never, it never entered my mind that that would be part of the issues with the uh, development of this game. But also would not be all that surprising if it indeed is true. Uh, just because, I don't know, it, it seems like that would certainly affect um, the management of a game, but I, there are, I think are there are a lot more uh, deep underlying issues that are going on with this game. Yeah. Like maybe losing uh, one of your creative leads. directors. Yeah. yeah. Um, they have not even started filming it. They have all the actors. Yes, which and actresses. this TV show is further along than the last two attempts at a Halo TV show. So, <laughs> so maybe it will happen. Whatever. So, yeah. It, it may be... I know that all games have an amount of outsourcing. Yeah. Um, but if you are outsourcing so much that you can't keep up with communication, to like, that's sort of worrying. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, this I read this uh, report, Seth, and what literally went across my brain was, Seth, you throwing out the other week, you know, what if this doesn't come out? And <laughs> I was just like that. It floated by my brain again. I was just like, uh, yeah, this, I mean, what if it doesn't come out? Uh, we'll see. But All right. So we're pulling out of delay drive. And we're going into this, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to word this correctly. I'm not trying to think of anything clever because these people already tried to do something clever and it backfired on them. Um, but this epic, say, just say it already. The epic games and Apple app store situation, um, to give you the, the short version so Epic decided last week that they were going to add another pay option on the mobile game and on the console game to pay them directly for V-Bucks and it would come at a discounted rate. So you would get the same amount of V-Bucks for $8 if you pay Epic directly than if you paid through the iTunes store 10 bucks. So the issue with this is that that is against the App Store policies. Now, what um, what Epic is choosing to do here, very interestingly, is the, not hold everything to this sort of standard. So, like, 
it's against the apps Apple App Store policy. It's against the Google Play Store policy. It also is against the Xbox Shop policy and PSN's policy. They're not holding it so aggressively against the two console versions, but they're fighting the App Store because they feel the two app stores because they feel that um, phones are a different class of gaming device than hand than consoles. Which I mean, yeah, sure, I'm with you, but it's technically correct. Technically yeah. correct. So the what uh, what Apple and Google Play did is they were like, okay, if you're gonna do this. Um, we're going to take you down. And so they took Fortnite off of the their stores, respectively. And then Epic released this sort of... Um, it's so bizarre to say that they did this, because I don't think... Um, it's really funny. I listened to another podcast that talked about this, and I am a big fan of this movie, because I watched we watched it in web design during Days Our Teacher Was Sick. They always played Pirates of Silicon Valley, in web, I was in web design all four years of high school, and every substitute always played Pirates of Silicon Valley. We saw it like four times a year in a school year, so many times. So I ended up liking this movie. But Apple did an old commercial back in the day um, where, you know, there's a bunch of people watching a screen and someone's speaking at them, and then someone comes in with a hammer and breaks the screen and liberates their minds or whatever. Yeah. And so Epic did like a parody of this where it's a rotten apple speaking to people and then someone comes in with like a unicorn sickle because it's Fortnite and throws it at the screen. And it ends on this like, you know, we're defying the app store rules and then it flashes like hashtag free Fortnite. And it's just so cringy and dumb. (laughs) And I don't, like, I don't have a dog in the fight. Yeah. I'm I'm just a normal man trying to live his life. <laughs> and this billion-dollar company is trying to get me to throw a hashtag out to get them justice when there's already so much injustice in the streets that actually affects me and people that I love. And Fortnite's trying to step in on this crap. And I just can't be bothered and it makes me frustrated um and so whatever it's a trillion dollar company versus a billion dollar company and you know brands that's i guess (laughs) is that's what it boils down to yeah seth what do you think about this oh you know i think it's pretty dumb yeah um Brands. I can I can understand why Epic is doing what it's doing and trying to use public pressure from gamers to get Apple to uh, give it a more favorable um, price points. Because uh, what you didn't say is that the reason that Epic did this is because any microtransactions that go through Apple's App Store, like Apple gets a thirty percent cut, and if and when you could buy the stuff from Epic directly, uh, you know, they're making more money. So, um, so, but that's the same cut on every store, though. 
on every right. digital storefront. Right. And yeah, so Epic is like, no, we don't want we don't want to pay that. So that's why they're doing it. Um, and they have at least some like a leg to stand on in the fact that they on the Epic Game Store are not taking that off the top. So there is you you can say that there is some integrity in their position. Um but at the same time it's like god I don't really care about this. First of all, I don't play Fortnite. Um and if I did, I would not play it on mobile. Um and it's just I don't know. It's like you said, I don't I don't really care. I think the the thing that sucks is that um after like Epic sort of filed uh tried to file an injunction to prevent Apple from like removing uh Fortnite from their from the App Store. Um and like Apple's end like what they did is that they like revoked Epic's developer access uh, and seem to be moving to take all Unreal uh, Engine-developed apps off the App Store. Um, and, I, and that's the part that I think sucks the most, is that like other developers who are using this platform now no longer have the ability because um, this billion-dollar company decided it wanted to uh, throw a tantrum. Um, so I don't know. It's 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 annoying to me. I think that... If there were, if I were to pick a side, I think the side of Epic, whatever form of them winning, is probably the one that has more fringe benefits for other smaller developers. Um, so I don't know. Like I don't really care. It, it's this is just it's when this happened, I found it to be more annoying than anything. Like it the the first the news at first that oh. Uh, Apple took Fortnite off of the App Store. It's like, whoa, that's kind of a big deal. But then I was like, oh god, I don't, I don't want this in my life. I don't want. <laughs> I've to, got enough. I don't want this knowledge in my brain. Yeah. Please, I don't want to that's have fair. to react to this. I don't want this to be on my Twitter feed. Uh, although most stuff on my Twitter feed, I don't really want it to be there. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I just stop looking at Twitter. I mean. That's a that's a move. Not a bad idea. Unless you're tweeting at Manscaped. Yeah. To get them to support Spot. Suplex to States. Yep. Um, that's really the only reason any of us need Twitter these days. So this, I mean, on one level it's funny, but on the other level it's like. I found the inciting incident in like that first day to be really funny. Just because of the chaos? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just like stupid hilarity. But yeah, like, but but to a point, it comes to a point. It's like, all right, enough of this. Can we get? Can we? Can we end this, p- please? Yeah, especially knowing that other developers are being caught in the crossfire here. I like it. It goes from being like stupid funny to just being stupid, and it's a billion dollar company wanting to make more money. <laughs> yeah, you know, they they want to make twenty, thirty percent more. Yeah. And, I mean, fine, I guess, whatever. It's What's frustrating is that what's going to happen here is they're not going to break up any sort of app store monopoly. 
Um, they're going to get a sweetheart deal and get a better cut, and then they're going to shut up and be fine about it, um, which is just what's going to happen. Like yeah. this, they're not fighting to to win; they're fighting to get a, you know, just a couple more dollars. Um, I mean, it's a lot more dollars, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, to them already. So, you know, companies and brands and things. Um, let's talk about more <laughs> fun things. I'm done talking about that. Um, if you're a fan that's like really passionate about the free Fortnite movement, uh, you can jump into Discord and uh, try to convince us otherwise. But I don't know if you'll get very far. So, um, let's talk about this post-release Avengers leak. Seth, it's not a leak. It's a hack, I guess. Mm. People data mined the game, the demo, and they found some interesting data in there. Seth. Well, that's not even a hack. That's just, you know, stuff it's that lazy. was left there. It's laziness for, for, for people part. to find. Yeah. So I know nothing about this, and right. they are specifically hiding it from me. Yeah, because there's some weird things live in here. reactions here. So, Forrest, what if I was to tell you that Ant-Man and the Wasp will be in the Avengers game? That doesn't surprise right. me. Not very surprising. I, I assume a lot of characters are going to be so, MCU parallel right. here. So you Vision, know? Black Panther, yeah. Doctor Strange. Scarlet Witch, which is the one name that I did see earlier when I accidentally looked. Yeah. <laughs> Before recording. Now, what if I told you that Marvel was going to be in it? Okay. <laughs> that gets you excited? Yeah, I like Cap. I like Marvel. <laughs> All right. That seemed like um, a very confused response. <laughs> uh, Falcon is going to be in it, mm, supposedly. That doesn't surprise me. Mockingbird? That's going to get people uh, to buy copies of the game. Okay. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. T- parallel there. So mm, Ag- Agents of Shield, you say? Well, then you'll love Quake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's an. Isn't Quake an Inhuman too? So here's the infuriating thing: Quake is an Inhuman, and the only Inhuman is being added to the game. Forest. We're not getting any of the you know the well-known ones like Black Bolt or Medusa, whatever. Um, <laughs> Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel. Um. As well as Marvel, yes. So two separate, like Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, and yes. Marvel. Okay, sick. We're also getting the last three are uh, Kate Bishop. <gasps> Yo, <laughs> he's too excited. I, about this. She's one of my favorites. It's I'm just sorry. a palette swap of Hawkeye. I don't care. I get Kate Bishop in a game, <laughs> and She Hulk and War Machine. Which War Machine should have a different weapon set than Iron Man. Yeah, and hopefully She-Hulk will have a different uh, set than Hulk, because they are not... The same. They are not the same. I Okay. I like this list. So, alright, that makes you more interested. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Listen, I don't know, they weren't grabbing event... Like, they weren't grabbing Marvel characters <laughs> I wanted. So... Think they'll throw in Moon Knight one day? No. No? Okay. No. He's too powerful. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> It's a it's a real shame that we're not getting like Daredevil or Luke Cage. Yeah. Um, you know they're all Avengers, but it's whatever. True. Like, so mm, instead, I, we're getting Marvel and Captain Marvel and Kate Bishop. And Kate baby. Bishop. We we have two bow and arrow people. Great. 
Listen, Kate is the superior Hawkeye as it is. Clint can go. Mm, what if they put in superior Spider Man? That'd be dope. Yeah, but only on, only on PS5. Yeah, it's only going to be on PS5. And only Dang. if you buy a special edition PS5. Yeah. Or you spend $25 on the skin. Or you get the skin from a Dorito bag. <laughs> you know. Ooh. You got some so. choices. Or but, if you have Sprint. But none of them because come with they, a dynamic theme. Yeah. Because that's come out that there's going to be like cell phone service carrier specific yeah, skins. Skin so if you have T-Mobile, you'll get this certain skin. Whatever. My I can only hope that those skins are like so gaudy that no one would actually want them. I oh, mean, there will there will be like a they're group just of plastered with the actual logos of, of the companies. I would not be surprised if there would be at least one person that would switch cell providers just to get skins for this game. Because uh, some people are just insane like that. Yeah, maybe gotta have all of them so yeah yeah, that's like you know that's like 12 that's 15 characters that haven't been announced uh for the game so it's interesting well we'll see how real those are but they're data mined and they're in there so no villains though no there were villains seth if you scroll down the they don't know if they're playable but frenzy ultron red hulk Oh. Deathlock, Ooh. Vindicator, and Ooh. Monica Rappuccini of AIM are also huh. mentioned. Interesting. So. Deathlock, cool also, you... Deathlock very interesting, actually, because yeah. he was That's like very the... specifically in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., not a villain. Yeah. That's true. Wow, yeah, I forgot that. Man, I... <laughs> I watched yeah, that was like season shield. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that's interesting. Deathlock is a real weird pool. Let's let's talk about some other things that we weren't meant to know about. And um, one forbidden of them... Forbidden knowledge. Forbidden knowledge. Uh, <laughs> so, there's been a couple uh, retailer leaks that lead us to believe that some game announcements may be coming up or that certain games might exist. So I don't want to state that these are real, but the uh, idea of them is exciting. Um, So Zelda Skyward Sword HD was leaked possibly by Amazon, which Amazon has a good track record of leaking real things. Mm -hmm. So I am excited for this because I never played Skyward Sword. (laughs) I really like the aesthetic of it, but yeah, I, I didn't get to play it either. But also I didn't have a Wii, so... I really didn't get to play it. Will Link stay right-handed in this one? Mm. Because you're not using motion controls. Yeah. I I wouldn't doubt that there would be some sort of option to to switch between motion controls and good controls. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seth, what do you think? I think... He would have to stay right-handed because I don't imagine, like, even if they add non-motion controls, that they would give him a whole new model. It's not really a new model, but I don't think they would create new animations for it. Yeah. So, that's that's what you're asking, right? Not what I think about the leak? Yeah, okay, what do you think (laughs) about the leak? Uh, I don't know. So, I saw a, 
an apparent like um, I don't know if it was supposed to if it was supposed to be real box art that was on the listing or if it was just supposed to be a placeholder. But if it was supposed to be real box art, then there's no way this is real because it was the fakest looking thing I've ever seen. Okay. Mm. Um, I saw a screenshot of the listing and it had no box art when I saw, I, I would have to find the tweet, but the, the initial tweet I saw calling it out had no box art on it. Um, I, this also goes alongside another Zelda leak that kind of like another retailer, like had a breath of the wild two collector's edition show up and then it kind of disappeared. So, you know, it could be people preemptively trying to get products up um, just in case something happens. So, who knows? We have no clue what Nintendo's doing or what's happening. Um, so. Yeah, these, these uh, product listings are n- not really super re- reliable things to go off of. Because like that collector's edition thing, I'm almost sure that it is not actually based in any like knowledge of something happening right so we also have a bulgarian uh retailer leaking the prince of persia remake that's the only thing it said um and so the the one thing it's leaked for november coming out in November for PS4 and Switch, possibly Xbox. Um, the one thing that does make this a lot more solid is that Jason Schreier retweeted it today and said, um, retailers love to accidentally leak Ubisoft's surprise announcements. <laughs> um, so that kind of gives this one a little more weight. And it's interesting. I don't know how much... I can't remember. I know that I've played them, but I don't think I ever beat the original trilogy um, of Prince of Persia. Yeah. So I know I watched that Jake Gyllenhaal movie, and I like it, even though the one it's that a bad Robert movie. ruined for us. I've never seen that. Yeah, Ro- our friend Robert spoiled the movie for us. Oh. As yeah. as we were walking into the theater. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was dumb. I was so mad. <laughs> Um, but, uh, like I remember Seth, we you... didn't like, we didn't like believe him yeah. until after the until movie and, we, and the movie. we got really mad at him. <laughs> yeah. So this, um, this leak is interesting, David. I don't, uh, I was, um, reading, I follow, uh, Liam Robertson on Twitter. Right. Um, yeah. Dr. And Cupcakes. He, yeah. He was saying some stuff that he had heard in the past of a, like Prince of Persia remake that was um, that was in the works, but it was supposedly like a 2D game. Oh. Oh, it's like the original Prince of Persia? And remaking that one? No, oh. well, so the way I read it was like a 2D remake of the Prince of Persia trilogy. Um, I don't That's know. That's weird. But, like, so he... The thing I read, he, he said something like he doesn't know if that, like, his, the original thing he heard, like, it was a while ago. So it may not be accurate to what this upcoming thing is. 
but it seems to have like it seems to have originated from the same place. All right, that's interesting. Um, I don't know how you do a three D game in two D. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, they All were right. originally two D games. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like you so said, it's a remake. It. It's a remake of the original, the the 3D trilogy in 2D. Well, right. So that was just my reading of what right. he okay. was saying he had heard. I don't know if that is what he was actually implying. Okay. Um, that's interesting. I I mean I like the idea of Prince of Persia, so I'm excited to play it if it happens. But got leaked for November, and Ubisoft has said there's another. Ubisoft forward that's what they call it yep. um, so who knows when that's coming we assumingly are going to get a, f- a flood of news in this next two weeks because we have DC fandom and uh, we need to know uh, uh, apparently we've been told that in August we're going to find out about the prices and stuff of these boxes and we don't know anything yet it is quickly becoming not August yeah so we'll see what happens um, if those announcements get pushed or it all just comes at the same time at the end of the month. Yeah. Because Gamescom One Night Live is happening next week. So on Thursday. Gotcha. So the other one is one you brought up, Forrest, about Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Yes. An Austrian uh, games retailer, uh, I believe called Gamesware, um, leaked or had a listing put up on their site that uh, Melody and Memories would be releasing November 13th. And I went to the website myself. And this it is definitely, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memories. Yes, and I went to the website myself and searched it up, and for sure it, it was there. It has, like, placeholder <laughs> box art, yeah. but, like, the listing is there. Oh. Uh, yeah. Hasn't been taken down yet. Nope. So, I mean, I'll play that game. I'm excited for it, so... It'll have some sort of story yep. in it that, like, a fraction of story that matters. And and you know what? I'll be there for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cry over a rhythm game. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War got announced today, and that's it. Send tweet. Yep. Uh, whatever. Mm. That's a really long title. Next tweet. Three Could different, have just called it Call of Duty Cold War. Three different fonts, four font sizes, and the, the big logo. Graphic design is their passion, David. It's... <laughs> Um, I don't understand the decision behind this, but um, just call you it. You couldn't just Duty call Cold it War. Call of Duty Cold War because then people yeah. would think it's about the actual Cold War. It. Hold on, Seth. <laughs> Spoilers, my friend. It is about the Cold War. Yeah. That's what the whole trailer was about today. Wait a minute. That, how does the Black Ops part of it fit in? Because you're because the trying Black to Ops. find some. <laughs> secret agent named Perseus that's based on a real secret agent that we don't know if they're actually influencing American government now or whatever. It really was a trailer that struck home on <laughs> some levels that was not very comfortable. And all it was was about the these old news clippings and stuff um, that were supposedly real. I'm not sure about it, but um, it all, it's all based on real events, says the the story trailer there was no gameplay or anything it was just all history and words 
But we will find out more on the 26th, I think. Can't wait to learn more about the Cold War. The Black Ops Cold War. Yeah, uh, next InfiniteWarForever.com. So, let's talk about this Indie World Showcase, boys. Yeah. Because there was some Good cool stuff. stuff. Really cool stuff. This, this also could have been called the... Um, Apple Arcade exclusivity window is up showcase <laughs> because a bunch of those games just dropped right away on Switch. Um, and are some of them are coming later on in the future. Um, so yeah, this Spirit... was a this was a good like this is this was a good little thing that they put together. Oh, yeah. it, was, um, it was over 20 games strong. in 20 minutes. Yeah, a lot of games that are cu- that came out immediately, and pretty much all of these games look very good, outside of a couple that I didn't appreciate. But Ooh. yeah, go go ahead, David. What, what did you not appreciate? I'm okay. I I <laughs> I guess saying I didn't appreciate. It's not <laughs> like that. I that it I, upset me personally. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> like, I, that's that's what I was getting at. Like, if wording. it's something that you would say something like you don't appreciate, I was like, "Ooh, what what got you there?" Yeah. Um, so, so Spirit Fair is a game that dropped that day, and it also is on Xbox Game Pass right now. Um, mm. But that is the um, like resource management. You are moving animals, animal friends over to the afterlife type thing. It looks very adorable. Yeah, you got a big boat uh, and that get you a big build boat. and emotionally destructive. It does look very emotionally <laughs> destructive, but it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, Raji, an ancient epic, which is Forrest talked about that the other week. Yep, it was one of the demos uh, from the Xbox indie demo game fest whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, ironically, <laughs> uh, the Switch version is, I think it released Yeah, it that released day. that day, and it's a console ex- <laughs> it limited It is a exclusive. timed exclusive, yeah. which is so funny to me. Um, it's it's based on uh, Hindu and Balinese mythology, and it looks kind of neat. It's like 23 bucks because it's off t- it's 10% off on the eShop right now. So Yeah, so this, give this it a started shot. a little bit of a trend of games that we just became acquainted with from from Xbox demo thing now showing up somewhere else as now showing up as full games on Switch yeah with timed exclusivity yeah it's very it was it's peculiar um so also there was a short hike which is a Indie Darling from PC that's well-reviewed, and I have started playing that. Um, it's a cool game about you being a bird and climbing a mountain, taking a hike. So I'm enjoying it so far. It's pretty cool. It's only like 7 bucks, so pick it up. Uh, Manifold Garden, which looked like some sort of MC Escher-esque puzzle game, <laughs> and it was, it freaked me out, but it looks really neat. That was the one with, like, the really cool ocular stuff, right? Yeah, like yeah. all the lines and yeah. um, the gravity movement and that stuff. That game is going to be a trip. This is one of a few games on here that are... And another one that is continuing a trend of uh, Apple Arcade games getting ports 
uh, to the Nintendo Switch, presumably after their exclusivity deal. Just like Sayonara Wild Hearts. Yeah. Yep. And just like a couple other games that were announced in this uh, showcase. Um, That one of them is Takeshi and Hiroshi, which is this interesting game where you're like a an older brother making a game for your younger brother and you've yeah. got to like balance difficulty and stuff. Um, it didn't look too interesting to me, but I'm sure it is fun. I like if, the story like setup and implications um, from what we saw in the trailer, but the gameplay itself though, I, you know. Yeah. Did this one interest you at all, Seth? I can't. Uh, not really. Yeah. Um, so my, I don't have them in the list of when they were announced. I have them in the list of when they're coming out. So the, the last game that was dropped that day, which was yesterday is Evergate, which, um, if you've ever seen a game that wants to look like Ori in the Blind Forest, this is it. Yep. <laughs> so this is a game. This was one that I did not think looked good. No, it didn't. Um, I am. I agree with you. And I actually, if I had to say, um, what was the word you used earlier? Um, it it definitely anticipated. No, no, no. <laughs> the the one that I picked up on. Um, it definitely. It, you like, you did not appreciate it because yeah. you have played Ori. Yeah, I did not appreciate it because it's just kind of blatant. And I, I mean, whatever, it's fine. You know, some people do, some people make games like this and, um. Well, look, part of, like, all game design is iterative on other games, basically. Yes, yes. I just Uh, feel like this is a little much. Yeah, it's certainly incredibly close uh, to almost be a, 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 if not a direct homage, then like an intentional attempt to copy. Uh, I, like I don't think that is what it is. I I just think like the problem for me was like like you have that aesthetic, uh, a a less good version of that aesthetic, mind you. I just thought the <laughs> gameplay looked kind of boring. Yeah, like this is the one where like they showed us. A good chunk of gameplay and i was like none of this none of this is it seems all that compelling to me yeah um games out later this year uh hypnospace outlaw is coming august 27th so that's not as much later this year but in the in a week or so um and apparently it just got announced that you can use a keyboard and mouse with the switch version oh that's the one you were seeing earlier okay i don't know how that would work yeah, I don't really know either, but, <laughs> like, the interface of this game is you, like, you on a computer. Yeah. So, I'm, it, this is, like, I was watching, like, ooh, man, that game's supposed to be really good, and then I was like, oh, but wait. But playing the, it on a Switch? Yeah, the uh, joystick is not really going to be able to replicate a mouse all that well, so yeah. I don't know how they're going to make it work, but that that probably is a... Uh, is for the best if you yeah. if you could find a way if it doesn't require like a uh, expensive peripheral. Yeah, I wonder. I need to look up. 
I'll throw it in the the Discord eventually, um, how that works. Because I, I saw an article today that said it will work. Um, I imagine it might just have to be docked, and you can plug the keyboard and mouse into the dock. Yeah, into the but, USB spots. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's weird to me that that's a thing. Um, then I could be, then I should be allowed to play Overwatch with a keyboard and mouse, I guess, on my Switch. But, all right, next, or at least on my list, is Torchlight 3, which, you know, it's a Diablo clone-esque, I mean, Torchlight people like it, um, but that's cool. I like the spider legs guy. Yeah. But it's, you know, Torchlight doesn't do much for me. Yeah. But the the one that they, it's this is the one they kicked off the show with. And it got me the most hype in the world. And that is Hades. Uh, I've talked yes. on the show. This was, of, oh my gosh. Very unexpected and also super hype for it. Yeah. Uh, I've talked on the show about how excited I am for this game. Uh, one of the reasons I even got a gaming PC was for it. And I still haven't bought it. And that's fine. I, I've, I've reconciled that. Um, one of my big reasons has been that it's still an early access and, um, now with the, they've been talking about the past couple months, how the 1.0 update is coming soon. And so seemingly it's coming in autumn, which is when the switch version will drop. Yep. So they just did within the last month, the last content push to the to the game so everything now they do is balancing patches and stuff there's not gonna be any more content additions um, uh, at least big ones to the pc version yeah so that's at least not at least not until 1.0 has been released exactly and there's also going to be cross save between pc and switch so i might get it now and start playing on my pc so it uh, this is a roguelike game so seth went at length um about risk of rain 2 and how it kind of doesn't feel satisfying because you don't carry any progress over. And so Hades, from what I understand in the game and from people I've listened to that talked about it, you the game the game world like grows with you. And so yeah, like they they showed more of that kind of progression stuff than I was expecting the game to have. Yeah. Um so like I guess, or rather, first... at least a, a deeper system of it. Yeah. So like, if you die by a certain enemy, the gods will give you a hard time for that. If you die to a boss, um, so like uh, the first boss is Megara, which is your girl, your ex girlfriend, and so like the gods will make fun of you for losing to her. Oh. And like, then when you you progress past that she'll be at the base maybe some of the runs after you die and like it's really interesting to see i'm excited to play it but this is just from people that have played it and so they the progression is not only you getting better and stronger but also the story growing with you nice so man um super super massive games knows how to or is it Super Giant? Oh no, Super Giant. I think. Super Giant. They know how to make good games. Bastion is amazing. Um, Bastion and Transistor are both on sale on the Switch for super cheap right yep. now. 
So you have no excuse not to get them. I think they're both like three bucks. So go pick those up. Um, games coming out in 2021. Uh, Garden Story, which I... Well, not related to Sports Story. Not related to Sports Story. Yeah, but you do play as really a little grape. Off. Yeah, you <laughs> play as this grape, which I, I found so amusing. It's pretty grape if you You're ask just me. booping around as a grape. Yeah. And okay. I... I kind of liked it. I liked it. Um, I don't know Forrest, if I'll play it. Don't think that I'm just going to let you off the hook for saying that. I didn't hear it, but I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> so you should feel bad. I got other things I said in this episode <laughs> that I feel bad about. This is not one of them. <laughs> um, Subnautica and its expansion are going to get added to the Switch. Um, I've heard some people talk about how they're kind of worried about that. Because Subnautica apparently is a very pretty, very um, intense game. And mm-hmm. uh, they're kind of worried about how it'll run on the Switch. So we'll see. Um, but it's a neat game about going into the sea. Which means I'll be terrified of it. Because I get claustrophobic about swimming games. Um, sailing on the sea is fine for me. But going down there is terrifying. Just nasty creatures. Um, Bear and Breakfast, which looked weird. Yeah. It had some fun puns in there, like Aaron Burr for a bear and stuff. Like they had some weird character names. Uh, that game looked neat. Yeah. I don't know, really know what they're going for, but it's just a bear game and you run a bear and breakfast. I know some people who would be interested yeah. in that. So I feel like just based on the name, you will know if you're the kind of person who wants to play this. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is, so besides Hades, my big standout from this was Card Shark. Um, I'm excited to play that game. I <laughs> did it, not care about this one. Really? Yeah. I think this is probably the one I cared the least about. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, whatever, man. Yeah. That's just your opinion. <laughs> I'm glad that like you're excited and interested in it, though. Uh, Please. I, I, like, I like Devolver. And the idea that you're going to be, like, doing tricks to cheat at cards and stuff. Um, and when you get caught, you get killed. Like, it's it's just kind of seems kind of fun. Um, it's coming out later on in 2021. So I, I liked the aesthetic, though. It was all cool. Yeah, it looked... I was intrigued, but there wasn't enough, like... That didn't really show me what the actual game was, so was, so I wasn't really sure what to think of it. But I really liked the the intro to it, how they had. So the one of the cool things about the way this was formatted was like they would show a trailer for a game, and then they would have the developer talking about it, like uh, like a, a footage of the d- developers talking about it alongside like gameplay of it. Um, so when they had the the developer of this game he it looked like he was doing this card trick like he had this deck of cards and he kept right. like pulling uh like cutting the deck to random spots to where there were aces and so it was like oh this is cool he's doing this card trick and then it turned out the deck was just all aces <laughs> so card shark now the you know i had hope and that's where I was a fool. I had hope that Hollow Knight Silk Song would be in this thing. And I had hope that 
Katana Zero's DLC would oh, no, be I didn't, here. I didn't think that. Um, just because it's DLC. That's like fair. I, but the thing is, there was a DLC. And their one last thing was that multiplayer is coming in September to the Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. Local so, co-op. Local co-op. Yeah. It Two looks gooses. fun. I'm really Two gooses. pumped for this. Untitled Deuce game. There's two. Um, if you want to come over for us, you can beat the game in about an hour and a half. Especially with co-op. <laughs> you know, especially with co-op. Um, it's a really fun game. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. Like, I hope... I don't know if they're adding any new missions or anything or new goals, mm. uh, but they're just adding co-op. So, I mean, that's fun. It'll be fun to, yeah, you know, run around as an angry goose. Or a, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering how fast could the game be beat if it's just adding in a second player? No new goals or anything? Well, no new probably missions. pretty fast because yeah. you'd be able to distract everyone. Yeah. Like... Like... Yeah. I'm like my my brain is just like thinking like how do you break the game? The the best know? scene from this little trailer is both of the geese harassing the child until yeah, he's on yes. the ground holding his ears in pain in terror. And I was about that. Yeah. So um but that was it. Um overall they they did a quick showcase thing where they showed a bunch of games that they had kind of already showed before. So like Red Lantern is coming this fall they said or later on this year which is the sled dog game that i thought was really impressive at the last indie showcase um so there's there's some more there's some other games that were mentioned and that were real fast grindstone yeah um what is that game seth it looked Uh, weird it's, it's a it's a game on apple arcade it's it sort looked like of a, a meaty puzzle. puzzle. Game. Yeah. It's sort of a puzzle game. Um, God, I don't really know how to, how to describe it uh, without referencing like other mobile games that I have played that you probably have not played. <laughs> um, it's it. I've, I'm I'm at a loss for words. Like I, I I literally it's been a while since I've actually played it. Um, but it's it's a very fun game. Um, where you kind of you have to uh there's like a grid and there are different um different like stones and there are also enemies that can hurt your guy and the object is to like um plot a path that your guy will go through to collect the the stones and deal enough damage to the enemies uh before to to like keep them off the board before they start closing in to kill you um and as you as you go higher in the levels the complexity increases uh it's a cool game and i think probably one of like the top five games that is on apple arcade um and is works really well on the phone format um but it's also it's a game that when i played it i thought this is really fun um but also once my free month was up i was like well, I'm not paying for this just to keep playing this game. Um, and But it is kind of ironic that probably the game, out when it comes out on Switch, will cost more than it would have cost me to finish the game 
on an Apple Arcade subscription. Um, but either way, I'm excited that it's coming to Switch, even even though it, it, it won't be as clean of a of an experience as it is on uh on like a vertical touchscreen interface. Yeah. It's a fun um, game though. I do wanna say I just saw come in on the Twitter um, that apparently data miners have found the switch controller in the files for um, button mapping for the Tony Hawk Pro Skater demo. So mm, the, nice. the remaster is maybe coming to switch in the future. So yeah, it's interesting how that like information, like we had that thing with the, with the, with crash four, um, I wonder why this is. Like, I wonder if it's going to be staggered release, if that's why, like, like the Switch port will take more time, or if it is, like, this stuff, because it's Nintendo, it is contingent on Nintendo announcing it. Ooh, or they're trying to gauge interest <laughs> just by, like, if people find it and get hype about it. Yeah. They're like, all right, well, it's worth it. But no, you're I, probably right on yeah, the, I, I, the I Nintendo announcing that. thing. It's it's probably right on the Nintendo announcement thing. So we do traditionally get a post Gamescom direct, but you know, there's no guarantees of any directs right now. So who knows what's gonna happen. So uh with that, I don't think we have any more news, boys. So Oh I, wait. I have Ooh. one really dumb thing. Um, so, M- Microsoft released this video of like what the new like their new dashboard is going to look like, Ooh, and okay. how it's they like they're unifying their sort of ecosystem across all devices, and it, and it's all going to look the same. Uh, and it's like you know whatever, who cares? It's consistency. A, it's a big like it's a three minute long trailer about UI with <laughs> that is just people like talking into a camera, not a big deal but the title of the title of the video is the new xbox experience and if you will think back to the days of the 360 when microsoft released the huge overhaul of the original blade system what do you remember what they called it david wait a second it was the NXE. It was the NXE. It was the Xbox experience. And I always... I love that stupid that stupid interface on 360. And so when I saw this announcement and the title of the video, I was like, oh my god. It's the NXE. It's back. It's back. It's back, baby. Man. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Give me back the blades. I miss the blades. Bring back the avatars. Yeah, bring back the avatars. Uh, and I want to see my guy waving at me as I boot up my and console. One, and one versus a hundred. Bring back the avatars in one versus a hundred. Papa Phil. Papa so, yeah. Phil, we know you hear us. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Not really news, just a little just funny fun. thing that hit yeah. me, that, that tickled my fancy. <laughs> Alright, so we'll have some DC news for you next week. And... Maybe some other stuff. I don't know what will happen between now and then. Um, But hopefully some exciting stuff. So with that, we will talk to you next week. Bye.
Bye bye. See ya.